I, I, I believe, I believe, I believe that, I believe that, I believe that we will win, 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 I believe that we will win. Every comeback crowd ever. <laughs> Follow the slogan, repeat after me, buy in. This topic is a little bit heavier than usual, but I think it's an interesting one to think about, especially at either end of the range. And of course, this is not everyone's team experience, so please keep that in mind. An athlete's ability to buy in. I think this is part of what makes an athlete so remarkable, their ability to buy in. Buying into the program, the team, the training, the vision, trusting the process and working hard without question. That level of trust is impressive. It's actually quite remarkable. But also, how else could you do it? How else could you convince yourself to train that hard for that long? How else could you be able to push yourself for several months towards one goal, one night? How else could you muster up the belief that your little team could beat up all the big bad teams in the league? How else could you believe that you could run faster than the heroes we see on TV. These kids that decide they can beat Serena Williams, I mean, how? First step, you gotta buy in. If you want something you've never had, you must be willing to do something you've never done. This is such a powerful sentiment, and I think in a lot of places in life, it's true. It can take incredible determination and focus to accomplish big goals, especially when you're reaching for new levels of big goals. And athletes, that's a part of our culture. What extraordinary thing will you do to reach this extraordinary goal? Practice three times a day, train with the most exclusive high-level coach available, refuse to ever eat a carb again? How far can you go? How far will you go? In that case, we follow the mindset blindly and consistently, trusting that we'll get there. I believe that we will win. The grit. The commitment, the sacrifices, the pain that's necessary. And what if you don't? What if you opt out early? What if for a second you consider a less linear mindset? What if you consider that you know more than the people around you? What if you have this thought that it's not worth it or interesting anymore or useful or needed? Then you're shamed screamed at, you're weak, you quit, you can't handle it, and you're not serious. And there's someone else who always is, right? Usually someone younger. And then they buy in even more. I can see why we started this. The commitment to a slogan, the blinders. Blinders up. It's what's worked for exceptional athletes in the past. It also works to keep the coach, the training, or that next competition as the sole authority of our life without question. So isn't this kind of a cult? <laughs> Not to exaggerate, it's a concept worth looking into. So to make a fair comparison, let's consider some of the identifying characteristics of a cult. Questioning, doubt, and dissent are discouraged or even punished. The leadership dictates, sometimes in great detail, how members should think act, and feel. Members are expected to devote inordinate amounts of time to the group and group-related activities. Members are encouraged or required to live and or socialize only with other group members. 
the most loyal members, the true believers, feel there can be no life outside of the context of the group. They believe there is no other way to be and often fear reprisals to themselves or others if they leave or even consider leaving the group. The group is preoccupied with making money. The leader is not accountable to authorities. The group displays an excessively zealous and unquestioning commitment to its leader and whether he is alive or dead regards his belief system, ideology, and practices as truth, as law. The group is elitist, claiming a special exalted status for itself, its leaders, and its members. So I only bring this up to pose a question. Because we know how open, committed, and hardworking athletes are, and we know their unwavering and impassioned commitment to their competition goals, and we know how glamorous, beautiful, exclusive, and prestigious living the dream of an athlete is advertised as. Let's put these two ideas together, side by side. Such open and willing to work people and a group that influences and controls a large portion of its members' lives Does this take advantage of an athlete's true nature, the nature that allows them to be successful in the first place? We find it so interesting to hear religious cult stories about how far people are willing to go before they start to question the first slogan. I don't think we have to call all sports cults. It's probably not always like this. I hope it's not, but I will say it can be against the grain to question how much we've bought in, in sports and in life.